Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equipped to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equipped to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Welcome to this edition of Equipped to Be. I'm your host, Connie Albers. So glad you're with us today. Today, we're going to talk about parenting styles. Have you thought about that? Have you ever questioned, like, what parenting style am I? If you are a parent or you work with young people, you know, parenting styles, once upon a time, I would say, have been characteristically either authoritative, authoritarian, where mom and dad, what they say goes, or permissive. Oh, you know, we're just going to let our kids just kind of find their way. And we're not going to, we're going to, we're not going to put them in these, with the, these rules and regulations and boundaries and all of that. Well, those days are long gone. But I was recently teaching, uh, I am teaching some parenting courses in addition to the media work that I do and writing, and I got a great question from one of the parents. It had me really thinking about you, the listener, and many of you have read Parenting Beyond the Rules. You know, we do talk about a variety of topics on Equipped to Be. Uh, Some are parenting and and some are in relationship and some are, are... Uh, strengths-based and character qualities. But this one had me thinking, and I want to dive a little deeper into it and kind of have you examine maybe how you parent and have you thought about it and how have things changed. So let me set up this scenario. Once upon a time, when parents said, these are the rules and You live in this house, my way or the highway. Over generations, that has been challenged and pushed and parents have given and, you know, they've they've come up with lots of different words. We're going to be more grace-based parent or more relational parents or you do a quick search and you'll find numerous other parenting styles and practices and they all have their merits. One of the comments that I was making, because this is uh, in in dealing with older children and older teens, you know, teens and older older kids, not the elementary age children, and that was that your children want to be listened to. And in the context of our teaching, I was explaining that kids want to have a voice. We often forget that teenagers are growing into adults. They're just young adults. They're they're moving from childlikeness or they should be into adult likeness. Now, some of them <laughs> some of them don't want to adult. I mean, let's face it, sometimes adulting is hard even for us. But your children are moving through seasons and as they hit those teen years, some things naturally start to happen and it's a wise parent 
who identifies it and doesn't overreact to those changes that they see in their, their child, that, that once compliant child who, when you used to say, go do this or finish that, or this is just the way it is, and they'd be like, okay, no problem. Had you thinking that hey, this is all great and good until they're like, but why? I don't want to. I don't want to do that anymore. And you start struggling. Your relationship starts struggling. Your communication starts struggling. There's a tension and a breakdown. And I reminded this parent, as we think about parenting styles, the these are my rules, this is the house. Well, that's great. That is what happens in the military. And you are the parent, that is true. And you are the one who establishes the rules, the limits, and the boundaries of your home. That's all true. And you are charged to teach and train your children in the way they should go. All that is so true. And part of teaching and training your children in the way they should go is to understand your children. And understanding them means that you adjust. As your child starts to grow and change, you adjust. You pivot. That doesn't make you wishy-washy. It doesn't mean you are less caring, less protective. Uh, want less order. It means that you are acknowledging the changes happening within your child and the delicate balance of learning to work together through this change that's happening and the changes that will continue to happen into their adult life. So the authoritative and the permissive parent, well, there's others. There's the hovering parent, the helicopter parent, the lawnmower parent, the sweeper parent, yeah, some of you, you can Google it. <laughs> you may not have heard that one before, but it is, you know, the Winter Olympics are happening and that's one of the events is the sweeper. And that's the one that, you know, you have somebody who's taken the heavy ball that's not really a ball, but it's like a weight and they're throwing it across the ice, you know, kind of gliding it. And you have a whole crew of people that are following it because they're wanting to make sure it goes in the right direction. But the sweeper is the one with this really fine broom, and they're just frantically sweeping to try to make sure that that ice is as smooth as possible, that the, the object is gliding effortlessly to get every little possible inch they can, and to make sure that that's going in the right direction and it doesn't go off course and then cost them you know, winning the, the gold. So there's all forms of parenting. And I will say, many of you, most of you, implement a variety of those styles in your day. You know, some things, you're like, you know what? Figure it out. You don't need, you know, you, you're smart. You, you can figure it out. Or, you know, if you keep doing that, you're going to, you know, hurt yourself. You're going to stumble. You're going you're gonna to hurt yourself. And we're not talking fatally. We're just talking, you know, if, if they continue to jump off of a bench, eventually they're going to trip. You don't want that to happen. But there are some things that are natural consequences that children learn from. And we, we do give leeway. And some would say that's permissive. Now, I'm not totally defining permissive parenting in such a trivial manner, but it is a good visual for you to see. And the the sweeper is in complete control, making sure that there is nothing 
that could hinder or harm the forward motion of this object. Now, in my book, Parenting Beyond the Rules, I do talk about the parenting styles. So going back to my conversation, this time when I was teaching, and, you know, we had the kids in the room and their parents. So that adds a whole new level of teaching parenting, doesn't it? Imagine the child you're struggling with is sitting there facing you. And the one that you're just like at wit's end over, and you're looking at them, and you're and then you have somebody like me that's trying to help them understand the divide. So when I started our episode, I was talking about kids want to be heard, especially teens. They don't pick their zip code. They don't usually get to pick their bedroom. They usually don't get to pick their school. And if you homeschool, again, that's not something they usually get to pick. It's something the parents decide. Those aren't good or bad. Those are just the realities. They usually don't get to pick what clothes they buy. I mean, they can within reason, but, you know, if your child has an appetite for very expensive clothes and your budget doesn't afford that, then they get to pick what's within the budget, which, to be honest with you, that's what most of us do. We have to look at our budget, and then we find that which we would like to have that fits the budget that we have to be able to buy it with. So with our kids wanting to have a voice... It helps if you realize some of the common struggles they face as they're trying to grow from child to adult, which you desperately want them to do. You want them to make their own decisions. You want them to make wise decisions. So this parent had posed a question. Hey, I was raised in a do-what-I-say kind of home. Parents are right. Child must be wrong. And this parent was a relatively compliant child. It's like, okay, I'll do whatever you say. And this parent listened to all the experts out there telling you how to parent your kids. Who said, let your child have a say and have a voice. Well, that has just run amok. Because there's a balance here. And you guys hear me say this all the time. Be careful. Please be careful who you're listening to. It matters because the ideologies and philosophies or whatever your, whatever the whim or flavor or trend of the day is, this could have lasting impact consequences on your child, how your child functions in the, in society and your relationship with that child. So this parent wanted to just say, I've tried to do it differently. I tried to give, you know, the whole Give them a voice and let them express themselves, and it isn't going well. There's something missing. It's respect. It's respect for the authority, for the position, for the God-given place you have in your child's life. See, there is a balance, and it's a delicate balance, and I write about this often. The way you speak to one child can crush them, but the way you can speak to another child using the exact same words, tone, inference, everything, it's like water off a duck's back. They don't even hear you, but it crushes the other one. If you have more than one child, you know exactly what I'm talking about. See, as parents, we have to be in tune with the children that we have, and we have to speak to our children in a way that they hear through their ears through the 
grid through the filtration system that God has designed them with. Those sensitive children that you have, they're always going to be sensitive. Now, you want to help them learn to manage their sensitivity level so they don't have meltdowns over everything. But you want to be careful with those words. You always want to be careful with your words, so don't get me wrong about that. But your children that are more prone to challenging your authority, those words that you say to a sensitive child, to one of a challenger, a leader, a strong-minded, strong-willed child, they're not going to hold the same weight. So as I was telling this parent, there's, there's two dynamics here. Your parenting style does adjust and pivots ever so slightly as your child grows and matures and shows respect and honor. And when you pivot and change, that just shows them that you're working together, that they do matter. I had a parent also make a comment, and I get this all the time, they have these aha moments. Have you ever had an aha moment? You're listening to something. Maybe maybe you listened to something that I said on one of these podcasts. And by the way, uh, we're, we are coming up on our two-year anniversary here at equip to be And so I have been getting some great feedback. I'd love, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. What have you enjoyed? What episodes have most blessed you, encouraged you, inspired you, helped you? What do you want to see more of? Send those to contact at ConnieAlbers.com. Email those to us. Those matter to us. Because I say this often, this show isn't about me spending time on air. This show is about you and helping you navigate the seasons of life. As I often say, helping you figure out the stops and goes. Because sometimes you're going full throttle and really moving fast and furious, and then sometimes you come to just a dead stop. So let us know. Let us know how we can encourage you more. Like I said, we don't do this for us. We do this for you. And thank you for tuning in every week. Thank you for telling your friends. Thank you for subscribing. And if you haven't, why we're now over on Facebook Podcasts. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, You can find us all the places that you listen to your podcast. Leave a review. I ask that of you, please. That helps us with our rankings. We've been doing really well. I've I've gotten some recent numbers. And, you know, God causes the increase, but he also, we do have to ask you and and let you know what it is that we need. We're giving. It's a give-take relationship here between you and I, and it's a personal one. You know, it's different on a podcast than it is when I'm speaking to a large crowd. I don't get to see your eyes. I don't get to see the facial expressions. I don't see it when you're taking notes or when you have a conversation with a friend about something you've learned or heard, maybe something that God's convicted you of. So a lot of that feedback comes directly from you, and we want to hear from you. We want to, you know, on through social media, when you see us post— Every Wednesday at 8 a.m., you find us, uh, you'll be reminded. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that button. That helps helps you stay notified. Same with when uh, we send out our, our weekly email. We also highlight other episodes for you. If you notice the show isn't full of ads and promo spots, so we are, we're here for you to equip you 
Sometimes we have political topics. Sometimes we have cultural topics, parenting, marriage, relationship, money. We had some great conversations about women and money. But let's go back to that conversation about parenting styles and letting your children have a voice. So I'm just going to say this. As your child grows, you have to adjust. And that's going to be really difficult for some of you. For some of you, that's no problem at all. Yeah, no big deal. We just go with it, you know, just fly by the seat of our pants. We'll just wing it. That's just easy. No skin off my nose. We'll figure it out. For the other half of you, that's really a challenge because everything in you rubs, goes against the whole change and I'm losing I I'm, might I'm, I'm, be losing control here. Well, it's elusive control anyway that you have. It's about a relationship, and relationships are not about control, are they? Relationships have this dynamic function, this dynamic characteristics where it's like a dance move, if you've ever seen just like a, a couple dance. And they move in sync with one another. And sometimes our kids don't always move in sync with us. But I'm going to tell you right now, mom and dad, you don't always move in sync with your kids. And that's, a, that's good in both ways. You have a lot to learn, mom and dad, or grandma, grandpa, listener. And you know what? So do your kids. So just as I was explaining, being aware that things are changing, that the nature of the relationship is changing, that what's going on with your child can play a factor in how they're responding to you, and it may not be you at all. So what do you do? How do you handle that? Simple. How do you like that? It's simple. Well, it is, but it isn't. It's always easy to say it's simple, and we love when there's three simple steps, don't we? But the longer you live, the more you realize, yeah, that's just a great hook. But what is simple is the first thing you do. The first thing you do is pray. See, your child is a masterpiece. Now, if you've ever seen Parenting Beyond the Rules, you'll see the paintbrushes with colors, with paint on the paintbrushes, and you'll see a paint swath at the bottom. There's intentionality behind that visual image. Your child and you are a masterpiece. I'm going to repeat that. You are a masterpiece. Why? Because God created you and your child. He has a plan for you. He has gifted you and your child with strengths, gifts, and talents. It's amazing. You know what's also amazing? A masterpiece is not a paint-by-number. You don't pull out the box, this little baby comes out, and it's like, okay, uh, number one is this color blue, number five is this color yellow. Nope. It's a canvas. It's a blank canvas with endless possibilities. But a masterpiece has various colors, various themes, various shapes. All right, Connie, now you're talking to me about painting. Let's go back to parenting. Okay, that is the connection. Mom and dad, caregiver, listener, youth worker, ministry leader, 
Those children are a masterpiece, and God is the architect. So when I say that it is simple, it is. You first start by consulting the architect. God, how do I teach and train this child? How do I help this child discover who they are? Help me discover who they are, because I, Lord knows I don't know. I can't figure them out. One day they're one way, and the next day they're grumpy and mad. I can't figure it out. Okay. You're kind of like that too, aren't you? If you really get honest. That's the first step. The second step. So the first step is you're going to pray. You're going to ask the Lord, okay, God, you're the architect. How do you want me to teach and train this child? And then every time you see me or you see a picture of me or you see someone with glasses, and maybe that's you, I want you to think about this. If you take your glasses, if you take somebody else's glasses and you put them on you, the likelihood that you're going to see clearly is pretty low, isn't it? And if you take your glasses and you put them on and you go give them to somebody else, the chances of them seeing clearly are pretty slim, aren't they? Connie, what are you talking about? When you see glasses, I want you to think about seeing through the lens of your child's eyes. Seeing through their lens. See through their lens. This is important. Because as kids start to grow and change, they need you more than ever. They need to know that you're their greatest cheerleader. They need to know that you're going to be there even when they're not lovely or likable. Or even when what they say is full of attitude or tone. But you hear what's going on in the heart. See, when we started our conversation today and we were talking about parenting approaches, we've actually covered a variety of points in all of the dynamics of parenting. So when we think about adjusting our parenting, the goal is to help raise our children to help be the best parent we can be for that child, for that one. I have five. I have five very different children. And it's constantly a challenge for me to think about how to put my words in a way that will be received when I speak them, even today. Because I'm going for a relationship. I don't have to be right, and nor should you. I don't have to win every battle. I don't have to win every argument. I'm going for respect and honoring each other and serving each other and listening to each other. I want to see through their lens. And my challenge to you, as you are navigating the season, whatever season that is, maybe you don't even have children yet, because we have listeners from all over the world and all socioeconomic levels, different ages of children. The points are still the same. But as it pertains to raising your kids, your kids want to have a voice. They want to be heard. That was the number one complaint I heard when I was surveying the kids in preparation for Parenting Beyond the Rules. And that was this. My parents don't listen to me. And guess what the number one complaint from parents were? They don't talk to me. Okay. Do you see that? That can be frustrating, can't it? So ask yourself, why aren't they talking to me? And then ask your kids. 
see through their lens. Remember, we're going for this relationship dynamic. Remember that they do want to have a voice, but their voice has. Their outspokenness, they're speaking to you. It has to be with respect and honor. And it's a mutual way that we teach and talk to our kids. We respect one another. We love one another. We're for one another. And we're going to be doing life together. So it's okay for you to adjust your parenting to meet the needs of the family. It's okay. And if you don't quite know how, that's great. Get a copy of Parenting Beyond the Rules. We talk more about it in, in the book. Send us an email. We'd be happy to talk with you and, or you know, answer your questions. Uh, maybe it's a future topic for us to consider. But remember, your kids have very little say, and as they grow up, they want to have more say. They also want to know that they're valued and that their opinions are valued, even, yeah, even if they're kind of wonky. But to them, they're not. So I hope this has blessed you. I hope this episode has encouraged you. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow us. You join our our email list where you get uh, weekly emails, not spam stuff, but just true encouragement and advocation. We talk about what's going on with the show. I do have uh, the show notes, so go on over to ConnieAlpers.com. That's where you can find us. Uh, You can also share this podcast with your friends with ministry leaders, with church groups, school assemblies, schools themselves, Christian schools. Anyway, I love teaching and talking about relationships and family and faith and how that all works together. And so we appreciate you tuning in to this episode of Equipped to Be, and we'll see you next week. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member. And hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.